Welcome back to Poison for Profit. My name is Zach. I'm Nick. And we've got a little itty-bitty episode for you today. A little micro-sode, as we're calling them. One topic. And uh, Nick is going to just get right into it. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the Norfolk Southern Derailment. I'm sure all of you have this very much fresh in your mind. Uh, just quick background, if anyone doesn't know, a train derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, dumping tons of hazardous materials into the groundwater, into the soil. Uh, they actually also went ahead and control burned some of the chemicals off uh, worries with worries of explosion. So it, it was in the air, it was in the water, it was all over the ground. Crazy, terrible environmental disaster. So from this, the state of Ohio is going ahead and suing the railroad company Norfolk Southern on a 58-count lawsuit stating several violations of state and federal laws pertaining hazardous waste, water pollution, air pollution, and common law negligence. So pretty crazy stuff. It's good to see that the state is stepping up and doing this step with a lawsuit instead of just a fine from the state say oh you've done this now you have a fine uh, this is being brought in by dave yoist to the state attorney general so he seems to actually have a pretty big chip on his shoulder i would say uh, he's saying that this derailment was entirely avoidable adding that Norfolk Southern has seen an increase of 80% in accidents over the past decade, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and he he said that even while he was visiting the site that he felt certain discomfort while he was there, you know, and, and I can't imagine he was there for that long. So uh, you can only imagine... <laughs> what kind of damage has been done to the population there and you know the surrounding environment. Yeah. I was just going to say it's, it's a huge amount of damages. You know, businesses are losing tons of money. People aren't able to properly work or take care of their families. So this is a huge step uh, by the state to start working on getting these people taken care of. Uh, taking care of that environment that is there, the the water that is there, because that's a huge watershed that connects to the Mississippi, which is a is that huge the Ohio river. river that runs through. Correct. Yeah. Or nearby. Yep. So that's not only affecting them, but I'm sure it's going downstream. Um, but uh, Zach and I were talking earlier. I misread this part of it, so I'm going to let Zach explain it to you guys. But first, the I'll read the part that this, I misread. So I read that the state is asking for a minimum in federal damages of 75000 uh, as a formality, which I misunderstood completely. It just sounds like that's what they're asking for. But I'll pass it over to Zach and let him explain what this means. Yeah, so as a formality, that's basically the very minimum that you're comfortable going to court and proving that that was the, the cost of damages, right? So so they think that it's 
it's pretty much certain they can prove that the company is responsible for $75,000 in damages. Now, as it goes to court and uh, they kind of go through all of the evidence and, and everything that's happened, uh, the the damages will almost certainly be higher than that, much higher than that. I would expect it to be multi-millions, like hundreds of, of millions possibly. Um, I mean, you never can really tell after appeals and everything how, <laughs> right. how things will actually end up. But um, yeah, that $75,000 probably wouldn't cover a whole lot of uh, you know damage that's actually been done. But it is just basically a starting point to get them into the courtroom, essentially. Exactly. Which is very important because, as we've seen in the past, these companies, they're not going to take the blame easily. Uh, they, they, will, they will act like they'll take the blame. They'll, you know, pretend, oh, yeah, this is terrible. You know, we'll make it right. We'll do all that this and that and then when it push push comes to shove they're doing the bare minimum they're doing whatever the court is mandating of them and And a lot lot of times they'll take some action to to either remediate or you know treat something but as they do that they cut corners to to effectively you know cost less for them to to uh to um to correct their fuck up basically right yeah. Um, <laughs> well yeah they don't they'll, they'll say they'll do all these wonderful things and make it just how it was but truthfully to like to make this site back to whatever it was to make the water back to what it was that's going to be years upon years upon years of remediation and it's realistically gonna cost a lot too like, right there's, there's may have to be so many processes put in place to to clean it, um, to make sure, you know, that it's actually removed. Yeah. Like you were saying earlier, Zach, uh, they're going to have to take a ton of the soil away more than likely to actually get the contaminated soil out of there. Very, it's just a very high cost and just a ton of time that they're going to have to put into it. I think with that, it's just, I don't even know. It's like really should bankrupt Norfolk Southern. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, like uh, the the license for them to operate at this point in time, I guess, like whatever, whatever kind of license, social license to operate, um, or even literal like legal license to operate, <laughs> it's got to be under some kind of microscope, right? Uh, and that's kind of what this lawsuit is mm-hmm. but it um i mean I'm, I'm just i'm glad there's a lawsuit moving forward yeah me too uh yeah and i, I you kind of bring up a good point with their license it's like they're you know they're increasing crashes 80 percent in 10 years like if i crash or like get a bunch of speeding tickets they're taking my license away how come they're yeah. not how come these companies don't under more strict, uh, stricter light laws and regulations, if they're continuously derailing trains, I just don't understand that. Right. Yeah. But Nor- the Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw told a Senate panel 
last week that the company plans to clean the site fully in an effort to make it right, uh, adding he is deeply sorry for the impact this derailment has had on the people of East Palestine. So don't worry. The company that did this to you and couldn't care less to do the inspections, to do, uh, you know, give their workers sick leave, they're going to make it right. Uh, And they're deeply sorry. So, you know, that makes everything better. At least they're sorry. That's like, yeah, that's like word for word what uh, BP said after Deepwater Horizon, right? (laughs) Yeah. They're deeply sorry. They must have a playbook for this, you know, maybe they're Uh, sharing plays. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all, all industries have a playbook they work from uh, for yeah things like this but um, <laughs> but yeah I mean like even even talking about they can say they're sorry all they want like and they will right to, to mm-hmm. it's basically desperation for them uh, but there has been you know reports in the last couple of weeks from Norfolk Southern rail workers uh, and even you know rail workers, uh, that were tasked with cleaning up this derailment reported feeling, feeling ill from this. But, you know, in the, in the past, the, um, the expectation for workers to complete inspections uh, and to, you know, make corrective action on those inspections has been pretty, um, pretty lax. And I would say even, Norfolk Southern management, middle management has almost made it a priority to not do any of that as a cost cutting measure. And I know Mm. I read of one that was like a worker basically was told to skip inspections. And then that worker asked for, asked for that basically in writing from the supervisor. Supervisor Mm -hmm. says, we tell, you know, a ton of people to do this. With, and they'd never ask for getting it in writing. So it's definitely a uh, a company culture, I would say, or, or, or a, basically just a... I, a, I, feel, I was going to say, it almost seems like a scapegoat. You know, if they're not going to put it in writing, then yeah. they can just turn around and be like, you know, that was... That was was, Nick's fault. He wasn't doing the inspections. Exactly. Yeah. And I can see that for sure. And and that's kind of, you know, without getting into a larger, a larger conversation about how corporate culture in America is or, or worker responsibility in America is like, that seems to probably, I think that's probably the case (laughs) in a lot of these types of companies. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I think that is a much uh, deeper conversation we could have. <laughs> we could really, I don't know, go off the deep end on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, the last thing I want to say is with that Alan Shaw again, he is saying that Norfolk Southern is going to provide financial assistance. They're pledging more than $21 million in reimbursements and investments uh, to the residents and first responders. I just feel like that's some odd wording. Um, The first one being pledging just makes me instantly think of the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial where she pledged that money, but never actually donated it. 
uh, to, I think it was a women's hospital or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's so far gone. But anyways, I feel like that's who knows what they mean by that. And then reimbursements and investments. Does that just mean they're going to invest more money in themselves? Uh, Yeah. um, I just don't trust them at all to make it right. And that's kind of even with the cleanup, you can't really trust them to clean it up correctly. Right. There needs to be oversight from you know government if government is capable otherwise like some sort of community community oversight or, or a community trusted entity that's in charge of doing this right exactly because all they have to do is move a little dirt and then if i don't know the top inch of soil tests good then then maybe that other six inches of soil down below that they just covered up are bad, but no one knows. Uh, and, and who that's, knows what they do with it once they take it away, right? Like right. they could be just dumping it in a landfill and then that leaches into groundwater somewhere else. Exactly. Uh, then the last thing I'm going to leave on this topic is that, that Dave Yoist, the attorney general for the state, a uh, quote he said is a big point of this lawsuit is to make sure that those long-term effects are not only not forgotten, but they are addressed. So I think this is huge that the state is acknowledging that this is not a short-term uh, issue. This is going to be a long-term issue for people in this area, other businesses in this area, the environment in this area. So it's, not just something all right we paid our fines it's not our fault anymore which i feel a lot of companies kind of get away with doing that they completely destroy something they pay i don't know it always seems like it's like 10k or like a hundred thousand dollars and then yeah that's it not Uh, nearly enough right so i really do think ohio is taking this very seriously uh, just hoping for the best. Uh, and that's that's all we have for this uh, micro-sode, as we call it. Uh, just as always, follow us on our all of our socials. Might be some interesting things getting posted there. Some interesting mini-golf clips. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and send us some comments, questions, topics you like us to cover, as always. Uh, at Poisoned, the number four profit on most socials. There's an underscore show notes. Yep. Look in the show notes. If you're looking to get in contact with us in any way, or if you're have an interesting story, if you're from East Palestine, reach out. We'd love to talk. Um, But with that, thank you guys all for listening. Talk to you next time.